Welcome back to episode three, season three of the Booth Review. I'm your host, Nathan King, along with me, Brandon Higley, him. Today, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of these injuries around the league, how my picks absolutely reeked last week. Brandon's went a little better. Uh, we'll talk about some college football because it's it's an exciting weekend. And maybe some overreactions we'll touch up on, you know, just in the week of football. Yeah, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Campbell's Tomato Soup. So starting... Um, <laughs> first off uh i just want to touch on the injuries just because they're so fresh right now obviously with uh, tr- the trevon Diggs news just you know coming out and you know we watched that awful nick chubb injury probably on loop so yeah no definitely on loop <laughs> so uh first off yeah um trevon Diggs, what's yeah what's that mean for that cowboys defense that's been number one in the league so far this year uh it's still really early so I haven't really thought about it that much. I think they'll be fine. Um, they still got Gilmore, and I really like their pass rush because they still have number 11. But yeah. another one goes down on that defense, then it could start getting rough. But I don't know. I think it, I mean, it's going to be tough to replace him, but it'll be easier than, like, a Micah Parsons. He, the, my thing is right now is he's a very young player. And with him being so young, it's worrisome because corners struggle to recover from that ACL injury mm-hmm. more than other positions. They lose that burst, I guess, to keep up with these top guys yeah. in the most star-studded receiver league, honestly, in ever. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In yeah. history, it sounds crazy, but every team has a star stud receiver for the most part. Other than Kansas City. Yeah, uh, Giants are kind of meh. Yeah, but um, for the most part, most teams have a star-studded receiver, so I think that him going down. Uh, definitely will hurt them because you know obviously the competition they're going against but i don't think it will kill them because their pass rush is levels above many of other teams like in the league Mm -hmm. so yeah and their linebackers are good too that's uh, yeah michael parsons this year has been on an absolute tear which he normally at the start the year we'll see if it continues especially deeper into the playoffs but um yeah that pass rush is scary right now and their linebackers are really good uh their corners are pretty good as well their secondary that defense has been you know like i said best in the league especially at turnovers and stops so Mm -hmm. but it's definitely a big hit to them still to lose a top level corner yeah the way they were playing it looked like maybe they can start to take down the eagles but i don't know we'll see they still might i want to jump into that real quick i think They've looked much better than the Eagles this year. Yeah, no, they definitely have. Like, I just don't think the Eagles have played at the level I was expecting. As a 2-0 and team, you know, you can only say so much. They got out there and they won. Yeah. That's what you need to do. But I don't think they've impressed me this year like they did last year. No, they're not really dominating um, like they did last year. Obviously, the ground game's still there, but there's more on the table, it feels, from Jalen Hurts uh, so far, which it only has been two weeks, so... Not a huge deal yet. D-line's really good. Uh, they did lose a ton in the secondary, so uh, maybe they're just still adjusting to the new scheme. But I think I th- they'll both be fine. But I think they'll both be fine. I do think Jalen Hurts, I think his deep ball has looked really rough this year where it's just been underthrown a lot, where I guess his arm strength has been showcased as maybe not like top tier with some of the guys, obviously, like Mahomes, Allen. So. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the guys that put Hurts in, like, the top three quarterbacks. I just NFL. don't agree with that yet. Until we see him with a team. Okay, I'll put it this way. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, if you throw him on the Kansas City Chiefs right now and your number one's Tony, other than Kelsey, you're talking receivers, I just don't think Hurts would do 
obviously he wouldn't do nearly as well, but I don't think he'd be in that conversation no. as top three. No, I mean, he's been put in a great situation from day one. And when he got there, he got, he got to learn, make jokes if you want. Like, he got to learn from an MVP-level quarterback at the time in Carson Wentz. Like, he was going to win MVP had he not got hurt. And then that's who he was learning from day one after playing at two of the best quarterback schools recently in college football. Yeah. Alabama and Oklahoma. So Yeah. Alabama not quite so much right now, thank God. Recently. Like Yeah. yeah. But obviously historically they've dominated since I've been alive. So like, yeah, like oh eight. <laughs> That's 08, what I'm saying. Like it's from what I can remember, like growing up, like college football is just Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. So annoyingly yeah. so. But um other injuries going into um stick with corners i feel like a bigger hit will be cj gardner johnson mm-hmm. for the lions right now uh the lions defense this year has looked much improved in my opinion still not you know a top defensive unit their offense is really what shines but you know losing their top corner is definitely going to be a big hit for them yeah uh they're going to need other guys to step up which i think the way that dan campbell coaches his defense especially i think they will um this has never been a defensive heavy team anyway so they're going to do what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to score a lot of points. They might give up some points. They're going to find ways to win games or find ways to lose close games like they have also with Dan Campbell like they did last week. Yes. I do think with that loss last week though that they'll bounce back. I think it, it's the most talented they've been and they I think they have winners there. Mm-hmm. In a sense where the people are going out there and they're balling <clears throat> out week to week and it's just mentality. I like that locker room. Starts with the quarterback. Jared Goff's played in the Super Bowl before. He uh, he's gonna get it done for them. I like Jared Goff. They clowned him for so long after he left, and yes, he did have some down years. But I think Jared Goff's a really good quarterback at this point. Yeah, I mean, it was all about situation, right? Like his number one when he got to Detroit was who I I don't even remember. I can I can't remember at all. And in, uh, when he was with the Rams later in his Rams career, he had a young but not established Cooper Cup. So, I mean, he had not nearly as much as he has now. No, he did. He had Cooper Cup. He had Robert Woods for a few of his good yeah, years there. Yeah, Robert Woods is Robert Woods. Like, Bill's legend, Robert Woods. Bill's legend, Robert Woods. USC legend. <laughs> so, I think he did have some talent with the Rams. But, yeah, I think that he gets overlooked more often than not with that within that organization, mm-hmm. especially with his contract, you know, being very – I'd, I'd say it was rich before. It's not as rich anymore. No, it looks better now. It, that's, it, but at the time, it was very, like, is that too much for him? And yeah. Yes, probably, but he's still a good quarterback, and you can't overlook that. Had his contract been up in this day and age, he'd probably be near the back end of the top ten richest quarterbacks. But turns out that was a really good deal for their cap situation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, yeah, with uh, Gardner-Johnson, I'll go back to the Lions just reflect back a little bit um where or not the lions the cowboys um where the cowboys i think they're hurt a little by it but i don't think it's gonna like they're wounded a little but i don't think it's gonna keep them out you know right like their defense wise because their defense is still so strong with the lions i feel like it's more like they're gonna be limping through with their defense yeah yeah he was an important part of that defense he was a leader too like first year there he's already established that role in that defense it's gonna be tough I do like Aiden Hutchinson on that defense, you know, very young still. Mm-hmm. Obviously drafted last year, and I I think that was a good pick. So I think he's going to be there, you know, for quite a few years. They'll pick up his option as long as he keeps balling like he does. Um, 
but I think he's going to be there quite a few years to lead. But at this point, you know, you need more veteran leadership. Right. So it definitely is a stink. Yeah, uh, especially in a secondary that has been historically terrible. To bring in a guy like that, he's a known winner. I don't remember if he was on the 17 Eagles team that won the Super Bowl, but he was on the Super Bowl team last year. Uh, he's won a lot. So, I mean, he's going to be around still, but it's, it's going to be tough, like we were saying. Yeah. Um, I think the injury that hurt the most this week will be um, Nick Chubb yeah. on the Browns, yeah. where I guess we've progressed, where Teron Diggs will hurt a little, CJ Gardner-Johnson <clears throat> is kind of major, but Nick Chubb is the team when yeah. it comes to that offense. Well, when it comes to that offense because of how bad their quarterback is. Absolutely. We saw that live on display on uh, Monday Night Football. Yes. So <laughs> He is terrible. In a painful game. Uh, yeah. God awful. Uh, even their backup running back was kind of the highlight. Yeah, Jerome Ford. He had a good game. And now they signed Nick, uh, or not Nick, uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they brought Kareem Hunt back. Notorious um, woman lover, in a yeah. sense. Um, Kareem Hunt. So, he just, I don't know. I don't like him necessarily. Terrible person. Yeah, which I think stands true for it's the Browns. Good Browns guy. Will be the Browns. Good guy. Terrible human. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. No, but uh, back to just like the football side of it. I don't like him per se. No. And I think without Chubb being there, I don't think they can really compete or contend because. No. He, I mean, he's the best. Back, in my opinion, he's the best back. In I was NFL. gonna just say that. I was gonna say that he's the best back, arguable with you know CMC. But I think just as a pure back, Nick Chubb is the one right now. Yes, that's carry your team. Yeah, and that defense is obviously really good, but they're not gonna be able to score enough points now because Watson is not good. Yeah, you and they have one receiver, Amari Cooper. I'm not a huge fan of Elijah Moore. Najoku has been historically mid his entire career. Uh, Kareem Hunt, I mean, we'll see, but we'll see. he's not going to be Nick Chubb. So. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, even just watching the game on Monday, you saw the Browns played against the Steelers team that had Kenny Pickett at quarterback. Um, respectfully, he disrespectfully a little bit, he played terrible. Yeah. Uh, even on open reads, he couldn't read them. So they had so many chances to go out there and score, and they just didn't get, didn't get it done. I think um, – their offense allowed the Steelers' defense to score more points. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, I think I've seen a stat that said the Steelers Monday night were the first team ever to have a comeback victory in the fourth quarter and have negative offensive yards. Yeah, which goes to show that their offense is not their strong suit. It's uh, mostly their play calling, and that is the number one problem. Yeah, Matt Kenda, uh, Steelers legend. Matt Kenda, <laughs> is, he's a joke. I... I'll say from an outsider, he needs to go now. Yeah, Their like best decision. If today. they fire him today, I think maybe his family's upset. Steelers fans, not so much. No. So. <laughs> no. There's, yeah, no. They've been calling for his head for over two years now. Like, it's getting bad. Maybe his buddies can, you know, wall in sadness, but past a group of ten people, like, every, everyone's going to be happy with that firing. Yeah, he's awful. A, a terrible. So, I think they. it's best for them to just move forward and just cut him already. Uh, yeah, just cut ties with him. Um, so yeah, but that Nick Chubb injury, I think that's I have him out of contention of the AFC North now. Yeah, uh, I think I I think they're gonna finish last now. Yeah, I do. Uh, a- 
it's kind of up for grabs. I mean, I'm not counting the Bengals out. They're right. 0-2, but they'll they be were, all right. Last year they started off tough. Um, Burrow didn't really have a training camp. I don't really think they'll be that bad. They God, just two weeks of this though. He started off week one. We were like, it's a fluke. It's rough. Then week two he comes out and he's like. I'll do it again. Yeah, not once. Not once, but twice. I was looking at stats. I was like, come on, man. Like, I, I'm checking my fantasy. I see Jamar Chase have one catch. I'm just like, it's like, like halftime. Do yeah. something. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, good for you as a Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah, but they'll be all right. I think the Ravens are frauds, honestly. The Ravens are hurt. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're that good anyway. I just think they're they benefited from one a terrible Bengals team and who'd they beat week one someone just awful uh, Arizona. I can check. The Texans. Houston, that's right. Yeah, not it. They beat them twenty five to nine. Like they didn't yeah, blow them no. out. Like that whole division's up for grabs. If the Steelers can get literally any offense, they have a shot. Like at all. <laughs> at all. Like maybe Ryan Fitzpatrick fifty yards a quarter. <laughs> That would be better than See, what they're the getting. The problem is, is it sounds like you're joking, but they, that's completely true. If yeah, they they won a game without getting a positive yard in the entire quarter when they were in trailing in that quarter. If they could score a touchdown per half, yes. I have confidence in that. Yes. I the mean, offense. Yeah, like <laughs> that was, that's ridiculous. Um, Back to Chubb, I think uh, a lot of unfair criticism goes to Minka Fitzpatrick this whole entire week. That's a little much. He not intentionally trying to I never think destroy his knee. At the end of the day, people have to understand it is entertainment, and it is a job. You know, they're out there. But with how fast it's going, no player in their right mind, especially a good guy like Minka Fitzpatrick, you know, he's not out there thinking I'm going to target his leg. He's going out there. He's like, I need to make this play. Yeah, this is like, my job. Uh, all right, so you're down inside the five-yard line, and Nick Chubb's barreling towards you. Do you tackle him high and get demolished and probably put on a highlight on Instagram? Or do you tackle him low and hope he doesn't get in? Yeah. Um, it's never that serious when it comes to football to the point of death threats. Yeah. And I've seen this a few times in the last, like, I think um, Tony was getting death threats. The Colorado State kid was, too. The Colorado State, which that's college football. This kid's, you know, I don't know how old he is. Any, anywhere yeah. from 18 to 22. But still, that's ridiculous. At yeah. the end of the day, it, it's, it's entertainment. It's fun. And without guys like that, we wouldn't have anything to watch so right i i just think that's absurd it well, minka didn't mean to it was gruesome but i i know he would never purposely do that yeah he got hurt on the play himself like he's not gonna <laughs> intentionally hurt himself on the field <laughs> you know yeah uh yeah most people wouldn't um yeah uh, but that's where what i'm at with um the whole chub thing is i just think it's really gonna hurt them and i think obviously it wasn't intentional but it's definitely gonna be detrimental yeah yeah um, they're done yeah that's good riddance that's of the, good riddance of the browns not nick chubb <laughs> yeah um i want to talk about uh some news it, with the bears organization right now <laughs> that's completely falling apart in the last week yeah not only on the field but now off the field this has come out and they're back to where they were last year They've lost 12 straight games also, not to mention. So, Wow. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just mention a few things that have happened this week. Um, Justin Fields, taking no accountability this week, pretty mm-hmm. much said, yeah, the coaching, they suck, and that's why I'm not doing good. Even if he is right, you don't say it. You don't go out and say that, and I feel like that brings 
that brings down the I guess any good vibes. Yeah. I, I lack of a better word right now because I can't think, but I feel like it just ruins the organization and how they think. Um, in the people around them, you're the quarterback, you're the leader. That's your job out there. You're supposed to be a you know team motivator out there. You're supposed to guide these guys uh, moving forward. So to go out and just blame it on the coaching and say it sucked, it's kind of just deflating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was pretty much handpicked by everyone from Chicago as their savior. And he goes out and not only won, he's been terrible so far, but now he doesn't take accountability for being terrible. And he calls out almost everyone but himself. So uh, not a great look by number one. He needs to mature. He needs to play better, obviously. Mm -hmm. They might want to start winning football games. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, definitely agree with that. Um, I think it was DJ Moore. Did you see the DJ Moore thing? Mm -mm. Um, I can pull it up real quick. Pretty much, it was after the play. I'm trying to remember who said it. Uh, but, you know, he just signed his deal, obviously. And how many years is he there? That's a good question. Was DJ Moore traded for the number one pick? He was in there, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but they got picks, too, though, didn't they? They had to have. There's no way they didn't. Uh, no, they got picks as well. Yeah. yeah. They, but they DJ Moore was also included in that. Um, anyway, I can't remember who said it, but one defensive lineman pretty much said, they're not using you right there, like after the game, and he goes, man, I know. Yeah. And it, it was completely recorded. And to say that after your second game with a franchise really just speaks that the Bears are in a bad situation. Yeah, it's a train wreck. But that's not even the... <laughs> Alan Williams. That's the main story, I feel. Yeah. He had a week. He had a week. Uh, he made some choices. Not good ones. Yeah, defensive coordinator just stepped down after his house was um, raided by the FBI for some... CP. Yeah, some some accusations that are very illegal, very disgusting, and <coughs> downright awful. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to say much to it. I mean doesn't deserve to be in the NFL or like civilian life yeah (laughs) awful guy but yeah he's he's never gonna have a job in the NFL and he's probably gonna go to prison so terrible guy terrible human yep it's been a week for the Brown or not the Browns it's been a week for the Browns too but it's been a week for the Bears and it's kind of just steamrolling one yeah. thing happens, and then it rolls into another problem, another problem, another problem. CP, another problem. Yeah. So Not to mention they've lost 12 straight games, dating back to last year. Yeah. With After the Chase Claypool trade, which I, was a disaster. With, <laughs> with all this right now, I'm going to call it. I think the Browns are the worst. They're not. I keep saying the Browns. Oh, my God. I quit. I'm gone. No. I think the Bears are the worst team in football right now. I think worse than the Cardinals. At least the Cardinals don't have this drama looming them. Yeah, no. The Cardinals are very clear about what they're doing right now. They're not trying to win. Yes. They blew a 20 nothing lead and really didn't care. Uh, yeah, the Bears suck. Yeah. They have for a while, though. Like, this has been known. It seems like Justin Fields is deflated and has kind of given up. It seems, well, their coaching's terrible. Defensive coordinator's out uh, indefinitely. 
uh, yeah, forever. <laughs> the offense is they just can't get anything going even past you know the field. So it's a the whole front office is a wreck. The Bears are a wreck. I think at least as you said with the Cardinals, they know what they're doing. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, they hired the dude from Philly, uh, Gannon, right? Yeah. Jonathan Gannon. Is that his name? I believe so. He's uh, he's a good coach. They just don't have the good pieces coach, for team. him yet. Yeah. There's a few teams. I mean, the Bears were, you know, talking, oh, we're going to win. But, you know, it's the same thing with the Giants right now. The Giants say they're going to win. We know they're not right now. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah I mean, they they uh, it only took them coming back down 20-0 to zero against the worst talented football team in the NFL. But yeah, the worst talented team in football um, with the Cardinals, which I thought they were going to kill them. I was like, okay, this is a good bounce back, and then they were getting killed, and I was like, man. And everyone's saying, oh, what a comeback, Danny Dimes. <laughs> you guys were down by 20 against the Arizona Cardinals in the first half. That's Congratulations, you came back. You should have never been down. Yeah, and Saquon's hurt now. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, that leads us into the night now. Giants-Niners. Giants Niners. Um I don't think it's gonna be a good one. No, it's gonna be terrible. Actually, I don't think there's a good game all week. <laughs> I'm not lying. I think that the best game this week will be actually Vikings Chargers might be alright. Maybe. Maybe. Vikings Chargers, maybe Eagles Bucks. Which if Eagles Bucks is, you know, number two, that, that yeah, just says that it's not a good week. Tough week. Um but Giants Niners, I think Sneaky good game. Bills Commanders though. I think it's going to be a fun game. I think the Bills will win that. I'll get into that later. But I think it will be a good game, and I'm excited to see how Sam Howell will play. Hopefully he throws four picks. <laughs> but as a football fan, I, you know, he's been balling. Yeah, so. they're good. Roddy they're 2-0. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to him. <laughs> Shout out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, commanders have definitely overperformed. I'll take back my words on saying they were going to be, like, bottom three because they're not playing like bottom three. They're playing very good, and that defensive line is terrifying. I like Sam Howell. Yeah. Shout out so, Sam Howell. But back to Giants 49ers. 49ers are going to – it's not going to be close. I say Daniel Jones gets sacked at least five times. In the first drive. Maybe. <laughs> I – the Giants don't have an offensive – okay. The they have Giants Andrew Thomas, have, and that's it. The Giants don't have an offense. The right. Giants don't have much of a defense. The yeah. Giants are just kind of there. Good kicker. Good kicker. If they can kick 65 field goals – no, but I they're not I just don't see them winning. I said the same thing Titans last week, but I really don't see the Giants beating the Niners, especially with how dominant the Niners have looked. Yeah. Um they look like the best team in football. Uh even last week, I mean that's a tough uh tough game there. I mean, the Rams were playing well. They get punched in the mouth early, then they take control and they never really let it up. So I mean, good uh good win from San Francisco. They don't have Ayuk tonight. I don't think it's going to matter. Because they all of all the weapons they have, so yeah, their number three guys probably better than anyone the Giants have. So I'm gonna say San Fran wins this game, thirty-one to thirty-one to nine. I have it a little closer, but I mean, I think San Fran wins, but I had twenty-seven fourteen. Yeah, I I think that Giants not much are, closer. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. I think the Giants may score a touchdown or two, but it's probably going to be garbage time, and it's probably not going to matter. Uh, the Niners, I think, are just a more dominant team. So if they lose this, I mean, I'd be shocked. Weird things can happen on a short week, though. So yeah, we'll see. Weird things can happen. Titans-Chargers last week, where we had it as a lock for the Chargers to win. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, 
Bad on the Chargers. Um, next game, I think we'll just hit out the picks. Uh, Lions Falcons. I think the Lions are going to come back and you know go two and one this week. Uh, I don't know. I don't like Ritter that much. Call me crazy. I'm gonna. Th- I'm taking the Falcons again. Really? I'm gonna pick the Falcons to go three and zero. I really, really, really like. You didn't pick them last. No, week. like they're gonna win again. Oh. I really like Bijan. He has played like the best running back in the NFL this year so far. I like Drake London. If they can use Kyle Pitts, I mean, Lions defense without the without their best secondary player, they're gonna be have trouble to keep up. Hmm. What do you have to score then? I'm gonna say Falcons twenty seven, Lions twenty three. See, I didn't even have this close. I had Lions thirty, Falcons fourteen. I just don't like Ritter that much. No, I don't like Ritter either. But he has weapons, and he has weapons. He was okay last week. I don't know. I think the Lions are going to be fired up after this week, and I think Campbell's going to have them ready. But I, and it's football, man. Any given Sunday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Vikings Chargers. I'll have next uh, on here. I think this is going to be the game of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Both zero and two, right? Yeah, both zero and two. Surprisingly, um, I don't know. The Chargers always have so much talent every year, and they always choke it away every year. Um, I think the Vikings are going to win this one. So do I. I, I really think, do. Yeah. And, I mean, Chargers fans, they don't really exist, you know, so they can't. They, yeah, there's not they, really yeah. much. Yeah. No. So uh, uh, I, think, I think the Vikings are going to win this, but I think it's going to be close. I have it 24-21. Um, I just think that overall maybe they're equivalent talent-wise, and it could go either way, but I think the Chargers have always choked away close games or just most games anyway brandon staley is not a very good coach no i agree so he's way in over his head uh give me the vikings 35 31 yeah i think it'll be my happiest choice for the chargers was this game (laughs) um saints packers i have up next i think that this one surprisingly i think it's probably gonna be a pretty solid game uh just because the packers have overperformed i think jordan love is a good quarterback yes uh but i just think saints have a lot more talent uh, going into it, and I think that Saints, you know, obviously a more established quarterback anyway uh, with Carr. I think Saints are going to win it 21-18. I haven't been impressed with the Saints offense for the first two weeks. I don't think anybody has. Chris Olave is very good. Derek Carr has been okay. Michael Thomas gets in fights in the tunnels and then runs into the locker room. Right. Um, defense has been all right, but I'm going to take the Packers. 25 and the Saints, 14. Word. Um, I just like uh, Jordan Love, and their receivers are very good. Surprisingly, very good receiving core in Green Bay. Yeah, uh, surprisingly, I just like the Saints. I like Olave more. You know, Olave out there, and I think just with the experience with Carr, it'll be better. So, uh, but I think it will be a good game. That's why it's so close. Um, Jaguars Texans. I'm not overridden Texans. Jaguars st- have been. Less impressive than I thought they would be to start, but I think Jaguars handily win this one. Yeah, uh, 21-13, Jags. 27-10, Jags. Yeah. Broncos-Dolphins. The Broncos, yeah, I think the Broncos have... They look better than last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think they're better than Dolphins at all. No, Um, it's not close either. Yeah, I don't think it's close at all. That Just speed. That Dolphins team is so, so fast. Yeah, and the defense is very improved. Uh, 
Vikings or not Vikings, Dolphins. Dolphins win forty two to twenty three. 42-23. I have mine as thirty to seventeen. Just because I think they'll pull the starters eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh Browns Titans. Uh, I have Could this, be a sneaky good game here. Yeah, I have this as a very low-scoring game just because they're both both offenses don't impress me. Um, right. I think. Hmm. Who do I take here? I think the Browns. I think the Browns are going to win here. Uh, I, it's kind of a game that I won't be watching. Uh, hmm. But I think the Browns are going to win fourteen ten. Why? Um. Defensive line. Yeah, I'm going to go Brown 17-10, same reason. Defense is just better, and that's the only strong part on the field overall in the entire game. So yeah, Bills-Commanders, like you said, <coughs> going to be a good game this week. I have the Bills uh, taking this one just because their offense is better. Yeah, their offense is better. Uh, it just depends on which Josh Allen shows up. And I think their defense, with pieces like Matt Milano, has looked pretty dominant so far this year. Um, only giving up how many? 22 points? Because the Jets, yeah, because it was a punt return in the Jets game. Yeah. 26 points. That's what they gave up. Anyway, still not bad for two games. So I think that the Bills um, are going to win this one, but I think that the Commanders, I wouldn't count them out just because they have a lot of young pieces, and Howell's definitely impressed me so far. So Let's go uh, 28-21, Bills. Let's go 2016, Buffalo. Good year. Great year. Uh, one thing I will say about that game as well is Scary Terry remains to be the most underrated um, underrated receiver in the league. He is very good. He is very good. Um, so just, yeah, I, that's going to be the matchup to watch, I guess. Will be Trey on Terry. Uh, Colts Ravens. Mm. I, the Ravens, even if the No Ravens, Richardson this week. I'm going to throw that. That's out why first. I was going to say is with Gardner Minshew, I just don't see him getting it done against the Ravens. Uh, I don't think either team impresses me too much, but I think the Ravens are at least middle of the pack. So I'm going to say Ravens 21-13, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Ravens 28, Colts 16, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Big game coming. Has looked very good. You weren't high on him, were you? No, yeah, he was my number one receiver in the draft. I was just mad the Ravens took him. Which one were you not high on? JSN. You okay? And he's been eh. So. And who else was drafted? It went. JSN Flowers was drafted, and then. Quentin Johnson, who I think is awful, actually. That's who the yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Quentin he's Johnson. He's not good like, at all. I don't, you were like, I don't think he should go as high as he's. He projected. shouldn't. He had one catch in the national title game for like seven yards. Good on him. Well, how's he doing this year? Um, I can look. Probably not good. Uh yeah, if we have to look, I haven't heard any news from him. He has three receptions, 16 yards. He sucks. Go Hubs. I am willing to throw my entire reputation on the line that he's not very good at all. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking like it so far. Um, Patriots-Jets, I have up next. Uh, good game coming. God. This is a good game. This is a good game, but I keep picking the Patriots, and I keep losing, so I think I'm going to pick the Patriots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have to get – come on, third time. I just think that the Patriots have played a lot better than what their record shows right now. Yeah. Well, they played some good teams, too. Yeah. I think they do win this game, too. I am going to take the Patriots 21 and the Jets 
10. Jets 10. I just don't think Zach Wilson can move the ball. See, I wrote my scores down beforehand. One that I had for this one. Patriots 20. Jets 10. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. I just thought the, pa- the Patriots have a good defense. The Jets have a bad offense. So that, you know, I think this is another one where the defense can honestly score. Could score more than that offense. Yeah. But I think Mac Jones has actually been pretty solid this year. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Um, Bill Hunter- O'Brien. Good yeah. OC. Good OC. Hunter Henry. Yeah, he had a good game, didn't he? He's had a good few weeks, actually. Yeah. Or good two, I guess. We're not too far in. Um, next up, Panthers-Seahawks. I think the Seahawks beat the Panthers. Yeah, um, Andy Dalton starting for Carolina That's as of today. kind of why. Well, I already had them beating him, but I think, yeah. With Andy Dalton starting, he is a shell, half of a shell of what he used to be. And he was never great anyway. Yeah, so I think it's going to be quite handily. I think it's going to be Seahawks 28, Panthers 14. Seattle 35, Carolina 17. Yeah, go Gino. Uh, <laughs> this one, I, I don't even really want to talk about this one much. Chiefs-Bears, I'm mm. just going to throw out a score. Uh, Chiefs 41, Bears 14. I'm going to go 45-20, Kansas City. <laughs> Cowboys-Cardinals, uh, this is another one I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys 31, Cardinals 7. Dallas, 45. I've gone a lot of 45 bombs today, so one of them's got to be right. One of them's got to hit. 45-13, Dallas. Okay. See, and it's not a bad thing, you know, say you're a Cowboys fan, Chiefs fan. If we're not talking about your team, it means you're doing something right. In the sense where we have you beating them down. We're not talking about the Cardinals and Bears because they beat them. Yeah. I can smell them from here. Raiders-Steelers. Yeah. Prime time. I don't know, dude. I'm <laughs> not high on us anymore. I still think we win this game. Uh... Steeler Nation travels well, especially out west. It's going to be just like a home game. Uh, give me the Steelers, but give me the Steelers 21 to the Raiders 17. See, we're pretty close on here, but I actually have it flipped. I have it Raiders 21, Steelers 18. Yeah. I think it could go either way. I just wasn't impressed watching the Steelers. I wasn't impressed, you know, seeing the Raiders, but I think Josh Jacobs is going to get going at least a little bit this week, um, even against the tough D-line. Uh, I think both offenses are going to suck. <laughs> Look for the Steeler run game to open up a little bit this week, though. They don't have a good run defense. You saw James Cook explode right. last week. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a good game, but for all the wrong reasons. Uh, just because both teams don't impress me too bad. Yeah. Uh, Eagles versus Buccaneers. I think this has a potential for – I have this as, you know, could be a potential upset this week if any of them were going to upset. Mm-hmm. But I still have the Eagles. Uh, but I think Baker – Baker's really looking good. He year. is. Uh, maybe it's the weapons. Maybe it's the system he's in. But I, I think, think Baker just thrives being the underdog. Like, he was a walk-on in college. He was a monster in college. Transfers to Oklahoma. Has to play well to win that job. Wins the job. Wins the Heisman. Yeah. Um. Then he goes to Cleveland and succeeds as the underdog in Cleveland until they pretty much pronounced him as a star. Was bad, and now he's starting to come back again. Like he doesn't go away. Baker is one of the best leaders in the NFL at quarterback. Like there's not a lot of guys that I would take to lead my locker room over Baker Mayfield. It's yeah with Baker Mayfield. I think he's at his best when he's chirping. Yeah, he if, is. If you know, I think it's the same thing when um I'll compare him to Cam Newton. Cam Newton, when he was out there having fun and, you know, just talking, he was amazing. But at Baker, he, he definitely thrives under that, like you were saying, in the underdog role. 
And I think that, you know, actually having weapons around him, the Panthers were terrible last year. He was on the Browns, who were awful. So having weapons and having a team that's, I guess, kind of behind him right now and has trust, because their management's not bad. They lost Brady, but they at least have good management mm-hmm. there. They I got think, receivers. Yeah, they definitely have receivers. So I think Baker is, you know, I actually kind of root for him. Yeah, me too. And I hope he, I hope it can continue this way, kind of like Chino last year. You know, came out of nowhere. It seemed like. Here's my upset special of the week. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bucks 31-28. See, I said surprise of the week. I could see the Eagles drop to the Bucks, but I could see it. I don't think it's happening. I have the Eagles 28, Bucks 17. Hmm. And finally, game of the week: Bengals Rams. Bengals Rams. I don't think that's game of the week. I actually think the Bengals. I said it last week. I was wrong. I'll say it this week. I'll probably be wrong, but I think the Bengals dominate the Rams this week uh, for the sole fact that the Bengals... They need to get it going. Yeah. Urgency's high in Cincy. I think they could, and I could see Jamar Chase actually having two touchdowns this week. But I think Joe Burrow's going to do great, hopefully, for my fantasy sake. Um, 35-10, Bengals, but it could be much closer. I just think the Bengals go out there and make a statement this week. 24-20, Cincinnati. I'm going to go. Um, I just think I don't know. I think the Rams' offense is impressive. Uh, Puka Nakua has been great. Twenty-five receptions already. Yeah, uh, Kyron Williams has been great. Four touchdowns in two games. Shout out Kyron Williams. Go Irish. Cam Akers. Cam Akers gone. gone. <laughs> <laughs> that is an issue for them. Which they got rid of that. Yeah. Locker room issue. They were like, yeah, we don't want that. Gone. And Cooper Cup is back in two more games. So I mean, this is a team that could potentially compete for a wild card in the NFC. Uh, don't hate that. I mean, they have the best defensive player of all time on their defense still. So, I mean, yeah, they could they could be all right. I just don't think they win this week. Yeah, um, I just – I think the Rams are definitely surprised me with uh, – how do you say his name? Puka Nakua. Puka. It, it's, it's, it's an interesting one to pronounce. Okay. Yeah, I think Puka's definitely – Surprise people yeah. going out there. He's on pace technically. I don't think he'll keep up this. No, but he has 35 targets already. Uh, two two Atwell's been really good for them too. Yeah, Stafford looks good. <laughs> so I, I I I like him. I think the Rams are a lot better than I thought they were coming out. So um, yeah, I could definitely see them win. But I also think the Bengals are just going to be good this week. Um, I want to go into college football. Yes. If you want to start Huge slate of games this weekend. I'll pull up the schedule on my phone, and we're going to run through these. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Let's go to ESPN. Mm-hmm. All right. Obviously, let's start with the big game. Rutgers-Michigan. Game. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go with the All right, Rutgers-Michigan, uh, Michigan easy. Yeah. We're going to run through the top 25 games anyway. Yeah. Florida State-Clemson. Interesting game because Clemson, 2-1. Um, and one. They had a pretty good win last week uh, in Death Valley, so it'll be tough. I think Florida State wins close. I think Clemson keeps it close. Yeah, but I think Florida State's going to prove why they're in the top five right now. Yeah, I mean, they had a rough game last week. That'll happen. Yeah. They got out of there. They'll be fine. Um Oklahoma at Cincinnati is another sleeper game that could be an upset. And I, I'm still going to rock with Oklahoma. D 
Dylan Gabriel going to be too much for Cincinnati. Colorado at Oregon. No Travis Hunter for the uh, Buffaloes. Buffaloes have been a lot of fun this year, and I love Dion. Uh, I'm going to make it personal. I just see Oregon winning this. I think they're the better football team at this point. I still think I think Colorado beats Oregon. Bo Nix has been known to lose big games his entire career. Uh, Oregon also has been known to lose big games most of the time, uh, more so than Notre Dame even. Um, give me the buffs here on the road. They move up into the top twelve. See why I don't? Why I'm not taking the Buffalo? Or yeah, the buffs. Uh, I, anyway, why I'm not taking them here is I just don't think that talent-wise they compete with a lot of these teams. I think they have. You know, I think Dion's a really good coach, honestly. I I mean, it's just it's, for me, it's Shooter Standers outplays Bo Nix. Is really all, and Dylan Edwards is a very good running back. Um, UCLA at Utah could be interesting, but I don't think it's going to be. I think Utah handles them pretty easily. Yeah, give me the Utes here, so I I think Utah is going to win by quite a bit. Uh, Mississippi Alabama. I think Ole Miss blows Alabama out of the water. Alabama's look terrible. They are terrible. They have no quarterback. Their OC is dog water, and I can say that now because he left Notre Dame. He's terrible. Tommy Reese is a bad offensive coordinator. Ole Miss wins. I'm going to give you a score. I'm going to say Ole Miss wins 35-14 at Bryant-Denny. Knocks Alabama out of the playoff conversation for good. Who's starting for Bama this week, quarterback? Jalen Milrow, who is their best option. Still not great. Yeah, I have not been impressed watching him. Next game is Duke-UConn. UConn had high hopes at the end of the year. They're 0-3. I think Duke walks out of there barely because I still don't think Duke's great, but they do win this game. Yeah. UConn could put up up a fight, though. Uh, Miami at Temple, we don't need to talk about that. Miami easily. Tennessee will bounce back and beat UTSA. Arkansas-LSU, I think LSU wins big. Oregon State, Washington. Oregon State, Washington State. The two teams who have been left out of this uh, college football merger, uh, some would call it, into the uh, Big Ten, Big 12, those teams that are moving. These two teams are pretty much going to be group of fives here next year or the year after. I don't know when the Pac-12 is getting rid of that conference, but both ranked. Oregon State 14th, Washington State 21st. Um, I just like Oregon State better simply because of their quarterback play. Uh, DJ Uyunglele is better than the Washington State guy because I don't even know his name. <laughs> That's what I'm going to base this off of. I think Oregon State wins this game on the road, moves to 4-0. and Yeah, definitely agree with that. Charlotte um, at Florida. Florida coming off a huge win against Tennessee. Uh, easily the Gators. I just wanted to talk about that game. <laughs> That's fair. Iowa at Penn State. This is the Penn State Whiteout 2023. Uh, Penn State, uh, they've looked pretty good so far. Drew Aller, the uh, he's not a freshman. He's a sophomore, but he uh, first year starting, he's been pretty good. Nick Singleton, one of the best backs in the country. They have a great left tackle. Um, I think this is going to be a better game than people expect. Penn State favored by 15 at home. But Iowa's been good with Cade McNamara at quarterback. Uh, give me the Nittany Lions close at home. I was going to say, Iowa's offense has looked a lot better. At least they're scoring points. Yeah, uh, they're getting there. Yeah, they'll learn. They're, they're transitioning into modern offense. Uh, <laughs> but I think Penn State, especially in the wideout, are going to win this one. But I do think, as you said, it'll be close. Notre Dame, Ohio State. This is the big one. College game day in South Bend this week. 
previous years, I would have told you that Ohio State is going to blow Notre Dame out of the water because uh, for these reasons, Brian Kelly doesn't win big games. He's no longer there. Um, Notre Dame's quarterback play is usually terrible. This year, not the case. Sam Hartman very much in the Heisman conversation, especially if they win this week. Uh, Notre Dame's got a better running back. Audric Estime leads the nation in rushing yards and yards per carry. Um, with oh, He's over 500-something rushing yards in four games. Notre Dame's corners. Uh, I mean, you want the only thing I think Ohio State dominates this game in is their wide receiving core. I think Notre Dame can negate it with their cornerbacks. Uh, they have three studs in the secondary. Benjamin Morrison, All-American, uh, all as a freshman last year. He's been great. Um, Jaden Mickey, a young corner with some swagger. He's been great. Cam Hart, fifth-year senior who knows how to play corner at this level. So, I mean, call it a homer pick. I really do think Notre Dame wins this game at home in the green out. I think this, the quarterback play is better, the running back's better, the corners negate the receivers, and, I mean, it's tough to win at night at Notre Dame Stadium. It's just where I'm going, as much as I want Notre Dame to win, and in a big game, Notre Dame scares me. I'll Not anymore, that. man. They killed Clemson last year when they were number four. Marcus Freeman's different than Brian Kelly. Marcus Freeman is different. I definitely like him more. I just think Ohio State, especially statistically, I think – I think they're just going to take this one. Uh, you know, as someone who religiously does not watch college football often, I think that Ohio State's going to win, and my opinion means little, none, but that's all right. Uh, Georgia, UAB. A tough one. <laughs> Give me Georgia. <laughs> I think quite handily. The only other game I think worth talking about is North Carolina at Pitt. Drake May goes to Acrisure Stadium, takes on the Pitt Panthers, who have struggled early. They're one and two. If Pitt can make a quarterback change, this can be an interesting game, but still going to go with North Carolina on the road. Sure. That pretty much does it for college football. Um, Notre Dame next, next week also plays ranked Duke. Yes, which will be a blowout. Hopefully. No, Notre Dame's legit this year, dude. Like, actually this time. Do you want to talk about their recruiting? They've had a good week. Yeah, great week recruiting. They, uh... <laughs> They pick up Deuce Knight, maybe their biggest get of all time, like in recent history. Uh, they haven't really had a more impactful get in recruiting that I can remember. Um, like, this guy is the number three quarterback in the entire class. He will also bring other recruits with him to Notre Dame. Uh, they got a... They got a five-star tackle the other day as well. Um, Garby Lambert chose the Irish over Ohio State. I think if Notre Dame was terrible in education, they'd be, uh, they could be ranked top three every year. I think they're going <laughs> to be ranked top three here this week after they no, beat Ohio I, State. What I'm saying about that is it, Notre Dame, with their recruiting, like obviously they get good classes, but it's harder to recruit because they are considered such a good educational institute, and they won't step that level down for recruits, you know? Right. Marcus Freeman's doing a good job, though. I mean, he's I like Marcus getting Freeman some so of these much. guys that are on the border instead of Brian Kelly being lazy and just writing them off. I don't, yeah. I, I didn't like Brian Kelly. I don't. He's terrible. Yeah. Uh, nice game against Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. They're winning this game, I promise. I hope so. I promise. We're going to be talking next Thursday. Notre Dame's going to be ranked in the top five. And I'm going to say, yeah, I told you. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I mean, I, I truthfully don't. As much as, I, you know, sports, college football is one thing I just haven't dove into at all. I mean, I, I'm a guy. I'm really honest about my teams and how I feel about them at the moment. I think the Steelers suck. But, I mean, Notre Dame, dude. Like, last year, week one in Columbus, I picked Ohio State pretty big. That was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, 21-10 last year. Um, I do think Notre Dame wins this year. Ohio State doesn't seem to have their quarterback situation figured out. Kyle McCord has been eh. Devin Brown has been eh. Uh, their real strong suit, obviously, is their skill guys on offense. But I like our running back better. And their receivers against our corners will be less impactful than they would hope, I think. I mean, obviously, they're still going to score points. It's going to be a really good game. I just think we're better fit to win this game at home. And Ryan Day just got back. <laughs> I feel like that's some, some personal issues. Yeah. Um, it's a weird point in my life right now where I, my whole life, the teams that I could rely to win were the Cardinals, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the Bulls were pretty solid for quite a while with D-Rose. Now the Cardinals suck. The Bulls suck. Bills are pretty good, and the Sabres are on the rise. So it's yeah. completely flipped around. I'm not used to those being my good teams. Yeah. So Rumor today, i seen that the Sabres have reached out to Patty Kane. Patrick Kane as a Sabre would be pretty nice. How old is he? He's like 34, 35, I think. He had a 57-point year last year, which is I wasn't saying he was bad. I'm just curious. Pretty good for that age. He'd be a solid second liner for the Sabres if he was – to sign with Buffalo. Hey, uh, the Bulls entered the Damian Lillard sweepstakes. I've seen that as well. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be very nice. Trade Vooch. Actually, just cut Vooch. I hate Vooch. Yeah, they just <laughs> extended Vooch. I would love to just make a deal. I mean, I love DeRozan, but he's 36 years old. Give mm-hmm. them DeRozan for Lillard. I can remember um, 10th grade, me and you. I think it was 10th grade. Maybe it was 11th. But when we got Vooch, we stopped. We were in the middle of class. You showed me. We were running around the class pretty much, jumped up, excited. Oh, my God, Vucevic for the yeah. Chicago Bulls. We're back, baby. We were, in fact, not back. No, not yet. Um, DeRozan, he, he, he's great. <coughs> Vooch, he's so inconsistent. I <laughs> It hurts to watch Chicago Bulls. He'll either have ball. three or 30. There's no in between. People still say he's good. And as a Bulls fan, I just don't think so. No, he's not good. He doesn't play any defense. He plays like a guard. He's 6'11". Not a fan, really. Yeah, I. he doesn't play defense. He's very inconsistent. Sometimes he'll get 15 boards. Sometimes he'll get two boards. So, um, yeah. offensively, he doesn't impress me. I think better offensively was Drummond for us. So, I don't know. I just don't like his play. Um, I mean, there are worse things. He could be Allen Williams. You know, at least he's <laughs> playing basketball, yeah. kind of. Yeah, So he could be Chase Claypool. He could be Chase Claypool. He does a lot of nothing. Yeah. He did score. The rare score. The rare score. Did you see, like, a lot of the videos of him doing his walk routes pretty much? Yeah. Just just jogging? Yeah, he's whatever. It's pathetic. Come on. He he was one of your favorites coming out. He was great his rookie year. Like, elite. 11 touchdowns his rookie season and then just – fell off the planet his comparison to me right now is kelvin benjamin yeah that's not a bad one at all 
I've never been a huge fan of these tall receivers that like six four, six five. I it's not even that. I don't. It's just the work ethic. It's so yeah. bad. It's it's pathetic. You like you've gotten to that level, but you can't. I don't know. I've been one who've always has always wanted to improve. Once you get somewhere, you can't just stop and be content. You know. Right. Yeah, he's. It's embarrassing. I think. He's a joke. Yeah. Juju, kind of the same way. Not personality wise, he's a much better human being. But he also like doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he hasn't improved since he's been a Steeler. Oh my God! Patriots replacing Marcus Jones on IR due to a torn labrum. Well, that's not good. Just going through the injuries this year, yeah. Rogers already out for the year. Chubb, Diggs, Dobbins is out. Jack Thompson's out. Like, ugh. have a day. Have a good. It, it, yeah. Have a start to the year. And before that, even Ramsey got hurt. All right. You have anything else, Dad? Uh, no, I don't. Hasn't uh, been a very exciting week sports-wise. A lot of injuries, but not anything worth. Uh, past the injuries and a few games, there wasn't really much noteworthy. Once playoffs get a little closer for baseball, we'll start talking baseball. But right now, we're just waiting out the regular season. It's a weird time because if football's not having much happen, happen, there's not much going on. I mean, baseball is going on, but both our teams stink, so we don't even like talking about it. So. Yeah. It's upsetting. <laughs> it's depressing. Like, nobody, like, I don't know. A lot of weird teams are not doing well this year. Like, the Yankees are terrible. The Mets are awful. Um, Cardinals are awful. So, it's, it's weird. It's a weird year in baseball. Yeah, definitely. Um, it just hasn't been a fun year. This is the first year I've been like, man, my team sucks. Like, yeah. I at least thought we could win the division. This year, it just hurts. Yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, I think that's really all we have. Sweet. So, uh, hope you guys have a good one. Thanks for listening in. You probably didn't listen this far. Uh, if you did, shout out you. Yeah. Hi. Hello. I hope you're doing well. All right. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>